This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Gordon, how are you? Larry Hardesty, how are we doing, my friend? I'm feeling pretty good, my friend. Feeling pretty, pretty good. I have recovered. Good. That's always good to hear. Yes, I have recovered. I, I had a bad I, I had a bad bout of of uh, of crying yesterday. Crying? Yes, oh, I no. was in tears. I was in tears, Gordon. I was. Uh-huh. I was in Why tears. Is that? I, I was well, I guess you didn't watch Jets Giants yesterday. Oh no, I did. I did. <laughs> Woof. It was pretty bad. It, I was. I, my wife came down to get something. I didn't think she was and, allowed to come down. No, in, she's in, allowed in, to come down. She's, okay. she's allowed to come down whenever she wants. Okay. Uh, but very quickly she went back upstairs because I. She came down and you know I'm, I'm grumbling and she's like, "What's the problem?" And I say, "I just can't get any worse than this." <laughs> and she says, "You've said that." About ten times. That was funny, actually. Yeah, you said that every every week, basically. No, but he meant it this week. Oh, but this is Gordon. That was as bad as it gets. I, 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 it's almost though every time you think it can't get any worse, somehow it it can't get worse than that. Larry, I didn't think it could get worse than Jake Fromm a couple of years ago. No, but Gordon, yesterday was worse than even Jake Fromm. I mean, twenty-eight punts, Gordon. That was pathetic. And usually, quarterback play of the Jets or the Giants is the issue. Yesterday, it was the issue for both teams, and they were playing each other. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why they only play each other every four years, Larry. Yesterday was the evidence. We don't need that for another, uh, I would say, another 10 years. But certainly, nobody's rushing back to get more Jets and Giants games. That's for sure. No, and as bad as it was, the weather didn't help. The pouring rain did not help. And so when you have defenses that are – the Jet defense is pretty good. The Giant defense has been playing pretty good over the past couple of weeks. Gordon, why would – neither offense is going to beat you. So you're not going to put the ball in the air. You're going to be conservative. You're going to wait them out. They're not going to beat you. And, and I said this yesterday. For years, in covering the Jets, Gordon – I've talked about it over and over and over and over again. This year, finally, there's one thing the Jets do very, very well, Gordon Damer. Their special teams are outstanding. The punter Morstead yesterday yeah, he was, was, as, was as good a defender as the Jets had on defense. He pinned them inside the five on multiple occasions, inside the 10, gave them a long field. Greg Zerline hit the field goals. I mean, their special teams has been very good this year. That was something. We got that out of the game, that's for sure. Yep. I don't so know how that, much else we got out of no, it. No, that's that's all we got out of that's it. That's all we got out of it. That's all we got. That's all we got. But we got some other stuff. Let's talk some top stories, shall we, Gordon? Let's do it. All right, let's begin. And we will begin with the Giants because this was interesting. Uh, Daniel Jones, Gordon, was cleared for contact before yesterday's game. Now, remember, he wasn't able to play against the Jets because he was ruled out on Friday. He could be your starter in the Lost Wages Nevada against the Raiders who are struggling against the Detroit Lions as we speak. Yeah, I would have to think that uh, that, that is going to be the case. Uh, it's very odd, though, because with what where the Giants find themselves now, there's certainly no re- there was never a reason to rush back Daniel Jones. Now there's certainly no reason exactly. to rush back Daniel Jones. But uh, we'll see if, if he is going. I can't imagine we're going to see uh, – if there's any option outside of Tommy DeVito, I would think that that would be the one. It's clear they just don't trust him, mm-hmm. uh, and they didn't trust him yesterday to really do much of anything. So I would think that Daniel Jones, if if he's close to being back, I guess he would be the guy. Otherwise, they're going to go out and find somebody else because I don't think they would start another game with Tommy DeVito. Can I be honest with you, Gordon? And I'm not I, – I, I know the Giants, okay? I understand this is management. But as a Giant fan, honestly, I'd rather you go out and get somebody – and I don't want to see Daniel Jones the rest of the year. Why Why do I want to see him? I, I, I've got six losses. There's a good shot that I am, okay, even a positive Giant fan, there's a long shot for you to make the postseason. I get it's the NFC. There's a long shot. Why would you bring him back? At, at six losses, long shot to get to the postseason? Let it play out. Get get, get as many draft choices, get as high a pick as you can. What do you, they, they would be picking fourth if the season ended right now? 
Absolutely. I mean, I mean that's I, what I, I would do. I think that this is the sixth time in seven years that they have started two and six. So what does uh. that tell you? It's, it's not really a coaching problem. It's not really even a quarterback problem. It's a talent problem. They don't have enough talent. And now that they're two and six, there's nothing left to play for. So yesterday was a perfect example of the old Rolling Stones. You can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. The Jets yeah. needed a win. They got a win. The Giants needed it to be made clear to them they're going absolutely no place. They should be sellers before the trade deadline. Anything they can sell for pieces, they should absolutely be doing that. And there is nothing. The only victories that the Giants should want the rest of the way are moral victories, not actual ones. Well, they listened to you, Gordon. They got an early start. They are sellers. New uh, New York and the Seahawks play Let's Make a Deal. Giants send Leonard Williams to Seattle for a 2024 second-round pick and a 2025 fifth-round selection. New York, according to our Jordan run-on, is taking most of the $10 million owed to Williams. He has a sack and a half this season and 39 and a half in his career. More to come. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. Uh, and what a great trade for Joe Shane. You get a second-round pick for, a, yeah. you know, what, what, what was uh, Leonard Williams really doing here? Uh, it was certainly not making a big enough of a difference. He's getting paid a ton of money, so you use that money as your leverage to get a better pick. You pick up more of the money, you get a better pick. And that's the only thing that's going to get this thing turned around. I don't know if Joe Shane's the right guy, but the only way we're going to find out is if he has a lot of ammunition in terms of draft picks. That's the way you can turn this around. Jets will be on the phones as well, Gordon. Center Connor McGovern suffered a knee injury in that overtime win over the Giants. He will be placed on injury reserve. That knocks him out of the last four games. With Schweitzer also going on IR with a calf injury. Uh, so the Jets need, guess what, offensive linemen. Carl Lawson and uh, Dalvin Cook seem to be the names that Rich Samini mentions that the Jets seem to have heard the most about in trade rumors and reports. They need a receiver as well. So it'll be interesting to see what Joe Douglas is able to pull off. Yeah, uh, and we'll see. You know, I was thinking about asking Rich Samini the last time we talked to him how the Jets were able to have a more functioning offensive line despite all the injuries. Safe to say whenever I talk to Rich next or we talk to Rich next, I will not be asking him that question. <laughs> no. Because the offensive line yesterday, it's just uh, it's in tatters. And, and here's my question. For all the time we have spent talking about bringing back Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Rodgers getting back this year to save the season – you're bringing that guy back behind this up. Who knows what it'll look like then? Yeah. It's not going to be any healthier, that's for sure. You're right. No question about it. So the Jets have some work to do. Game three of the World Series, Gordon. They came in tied at three. Game three tonight, Rangers win 3-1 over Arizona. Mad Max Scherzer got the start for Texas left after three with the back tightness. You know what? Gordon, can I just say this? I I'm, I'm sick of Tommy Pham talking about the, the Mets now. I'm done. Okay, he's six of he's six of eight in the postseason in the world in the postseason. Great, he's unbelievable. He's yeah. he's a great hitter. Okay, I got it. I got it. They don't work hard. Believe me, I got it. I'm done. I'm done. T talk to me about something else already. Right. Go get some. I mean, he's gotten some hits, but how about getting some runs and uh, being able to take a, a lead in the series? Because uh, right now down two one. Um, we'll see if the the Diamondbacks they've responded a bunch of times in the postseason so far. Game four, pretty big one now for them. Absolutely. Aaron Judge wins the prestigious Roberto Clemente Award, Gordon. That's a congratulations to him. And I hear that he's going to be chatting with the Hal Steinbrenner some more when he gets back. Mm, okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, there's two <laughs> words that he should know on the tip of his tongue, and it is Juan Soto. That's, those are the two words. That, I keep uh, hearing that name, Gordon, associated yeah. with the Yankees. I keep hearing that name. Where there's smoke, there's fire, my friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where there's oh, no. smoke, there's fire. The Yan no, the Yankees don't need any outside input. They've got it all right where they want them, Larry. They have the worst season in 30 years. Nobody's losing their jobs. Nobody's under any pressure. This is all going according to plan. I don't know what this plan is, but we don't need any audits. We don't need any firings. We don't need any major shakeups. We just got to stay the course. That's what everybody thought watching this year. The Yankees, what they just need, what Brian Cash needs is just more time. Well, he's got a couple of weeks, got a couple of months to get something done. Oh, he's got all the time in the world. He's not going anywhere. Can't fire family, right? <laughs> Well, no, that's not necessarily true. You can fire family, mm. but not, uh, the, this not, family. not in the Bronx. They can't apparently. Not, not this family. Not no, this not family. This family no. No. Not at all. We got some more things we want to chat about before we talk to you on the phones. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll come back and tell you more of our rundown next on ninety eight seventy ESPN.
This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, we left off with Aaron Judge. Let's turn our attention to the NBA. Joe Leo, stand up. Brooklyn picks up their first win of the year over the Charlotte Hornets, 133-121. Gordon, uh, Joe and I talked about this. Cam Thomas has been the most consistent offensive player for the Nets in the early Gordon, in the early Gordon, in the early going. Uh, led all scores with 33 tonight. By the way, Gordon, this is just for you. Ready? Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons. Yeah. 11 points, 10 boards, mm-hmm. 8 assists, played 35 minutes. Wow. Ben Simmons. Even hit a free throw. That's it? How about that? How about that? Well, look, he has talent. There's oh, never no been really a question about his talent. It's just whether or not he can get back on the court consistently and then develop that talent because when we last saw him, there were a lot of holes in his game. He has definite strengths, but definite holes. And no question. His health has been the biggest hole because he's not been on the court. In the game you heard right here on 9870 ESPN, the Rangers outskated Winnipeg 3-2 in overtime on the one-timer by Mika Zibanejad, his second of the season. They sweep their five-game road trip. Gordon, they are 6-1 on the road, 7-2 overall. They've got off to the hot start. Yeah. What is that, five wins in a row for the Rangers? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can't, can't ask for much more than that. Nope, you're rolling. Detroit over they can the wipe, Islanders. If they could rub some of that off on the Knicks, that might also be helpful. It would be nice. Detroit over the Islanders 4-3. Those are the stories we'll be chatting about inside this uh, final hour of ESPN New York tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Gordon. Uh, I really hate to do it. I, I re- do we have to go back and talk about the Jet game yesterday? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Oh, no. I mean, it's, it's big. The Jets are... Oh, stop are smack dab in the middle of a, of a playoff chase, Larry. I mean, that does not happen very often, and it doesn't matter how they've got there. Nope. They're there. They're there. But I will say this, and I had this discussion, a lot of discussion on the show yesterday, Gordon, about Zach Wilson's performance mm-hmm. and about the Jets mm-hmm. and the game yesterday. And, yeah. and here's where we all here, – here's this has been my story about it. This is my line about it. Because I made some comments about Zach Wilson, and some people took offense because they thought the bottom line was that he made the last couple of passes to win the game. Uh And so, listen, I get that, all right? If I were a Jet fan, I would be focused on that too. But I'm not. And my job here is to be an analyst to kind of tell you what I see and what it looked like. And Gordon, it was, again, he is – I used to say this about Geno Smith. I take it back. It's now Zach Wilson. He is the biggest tease that's in the National Football League because he will give you those plays late in the in the fourth quarter to get to the overtime and some some great throw not great but some really good throws in the overtime right. But that doesn't mean that you forget about him holding the football on fourth and ten and getting sacked. It doesn't mean that he misses Brees Hall by throwing it in the dirt, bouncing it on one hop where he almost could have tossed it to him underhand and got to him. It doesn't negate all the situations where here's what I know if I'm a quarterback, Gordon. I'm looking at my offensive line. The guys are going down left and right. I can't sit back there and hold the football. I got to run. I got to move. I got to get rid of it. I got to throw it away. I, the defense is playing great. Now, listen, He and this week, he turned the ball over a couple of times with a couple of fumbles. So while he had some very good plays to get you to the win, Gordon, everything had to go right. And and here's here's the thing if you're a Jet fan. And I was listening to DPH on Rothenberg this morning, and Rick is a thousand percent right. You have to know you can't continue to win like this, Gordon. You can't continue to win where it's it's everybody else doing their job but the offense. Okay? Because next Monday night, you've got a Chargers team that Gordon. They can put points up on the board. Now, they will give up points, okay? But they put points up on the board, and you know, 13 points is not going to beat them. It's just not. So at some point in time, and they have winnable games, okay? The Charger game with the defense, as long as they you know, control themselves and don't have unsportsmanlike conduct and holding penalties all over, roughing the passer penalties all over the place, they, they are playing in the stretch where they have winnable games. And this is where you have to – these are the games you have to win if you actually think and hope and have a shot at making a playoffs in, in the AFC. You ever go to a carnival and they have one of those big, like, wheels that they spin around? 
That's Zach Wilson as a quarterback. And, yeah. and it could be anything. On any given play, anything can happen. He could throw a pass that, you know, move out of the pocket and, and zip one down the, the, the seam and, and, and get, get a receiver for 30 yards. That's possible. Mm-hmm. But he also can look like he's never played the position before. Running, behind, running backwards, missing a guy wide open in the flat, holding the ball. I mean, he just holds the ball. It takes him way too long to process things. Yeah. And and think about, I mean, if you played that game 99 times, the Jets lose that game. Yes. Or if you play the game 100 times, they'd lose it. Those throws that he made at the end of the game, it's one time out of 100, one time out of 1,000. Now, look, that's the only thing. You got the only thing that mattered in that game, which was a win. But that's right. it's absolutely true. It's unsustainable. He is the issue. You cannot allow him to be the focus of the game. And think about it. They needed those throws against the team that did not throw the ball in the second half, Larry. I know. They didn't throw the ball in the second half. Right. They didn't want to throw the ball. No, they didn't need to. And, and if he had not made those throws, those two throws at the end of the game, we would have been talking about there would be some guy in Jersey somewhere printing up Trevor Simeon T-shirts that, and be making a mint doing it. Because that's what it looked like. He took a, a tremendous step back. And I think the Giants' defense is good. But you just saw plays develop. And you're thinking, you're just like, get rid of the ball. Throw the ball away. Every week. And, every week. And uh, it was a huge – each week that goes by that those couple of series that he had against the Chiefs where you thought, boy, he's really taken a huge step forward, they become more and more distant memories. It's true. It's it's just crazy. Now, now once again, Jet fans, you don't apologize for that. You got the win. You take it. Absolutely. You, 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 there's, there's You're not no going to play the points. Giants again. No, there's no style points. You got away with one. I mean, but, you know, just keep in mind, everything had to go right for oh you. Oh, my God. I mean, I mean, I mean Gordon, it's everything. It's better to be lucky than good, and the Jets got tremendously lucky. I mean, if Thibodeau doesn't even come off sides and stop the mm-hmm. clock, they don't get they don't get the ball Absolutely. down the field. Absolutely. I mean, everything. Yep. Everything. Gano, uh, yeah, he says the knee's not bothering him. Gordon, the knee's bothering him. Right. There's <laughs> like know? seven things that had to happen. Even on uh, even on the drive before the field goal, yep. um, Saquon had that play where it felt yeah. like he did not necessarily have to go down. If he had to get four or five more yards, he could have gotten four or five. It seemed like that they were almost like playing to the clock a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't go for it on fourth and one, which I thought was the right call. Yeah, we now know in, in hindsight it was not because they missed the field goal. But uh, they, there had to be six or seven things that all had to go perfectly for the Jets even to have a shot in that game. So, um, look, they're four and three. That's all that really matters at all the end matters. of the day. Yep. But I don't want to hear that, that Zach Wilson is progressing and he's taking these steps forward and all these type of things. He was the until the end of that game. He was the worst version of Zach Wilson. He was. He Gordon, stinks. This this was even luckier than the Cleveland come from behind win last year. Yeah, more yeah. had to happen in this yep. game than had yep. happened in Cleveland. Yep. I mean, I mean, you, there's there's a bunch of different things that had to happen. I mean, everything. And here's the thing: Can you imagine what it would be like today? Oh my if god! They lost. Oh my god, Larry. To Tommy DeVito. Oh and the my Giants. God. I was actually thinking, as the game was winding down before he made those throws, I was actually thinking, is this the most embarrassing loss in Jets history? To be lose in a game where you're back at three and three, you're coming off your best win, and God knows how long against the Eagles. You have a bye week, you're facing a team that is, is, is facing off against not only just a third-string quarterback, but a guy who's never played in the NFL before, mm-hmm. and you're about to lose to them. Mm-hmm. It would have been it would have been mind boggling. So by giving look, up ten points, right, <laughs> right, <laughs> because the defense gave up ten points, you couldn't score more than ten points in regulation. I mean, I, it's, it, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But Gordon, hey, they got the win. That's all that matters. There is a person who thinks that Zach Wilson was outstanding yesterday. We'll hear from him next. And then we'll take your calls as well on 98.7 ESPN. 
This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, I couldn't believe it, but I'm going to let you hear from this gentleman. Mm-hmm. He's our colleague, okay. and this was his take mm-hmm. on Zach Wilson yesterday. I thought Zach Wilson played really good yesterday. I honestly do. Last year, the Jets and Zach Wilson lose the football game. Not even close. This is a game. Okay, first of all, this stretch of plays might be the best of his young man's career. Yeah. I mean, the the circumstances of, like, no way I could throw a big in route. We get a flag, so it stops the clock. And then to get outside the pocket and know, like, okay, I can still get a chunk completion here and not do something silly with the football. And then the... Patience or the conviction to get to the line of scrimmage and get the, the ball clocked and spiked to have the kick and then get into overtime. Listen, he makes a massive third down throw to Garrett Wilson. Bottom of the screener. Dude, he's getting sawed off right there by safety versus man coverage. Gets it to Garrett and then Garrett's freaking effort to go get the first down. So good. We're so unrealistic with our expectation for quarterbacks. Okay, just I know people disagree with me. This was a game that he had zero run game, zero. They had four drops in a torrential downpour and finds a way to win the football game. Garrett, or Zach Wilson played really good yesterday. I'm telling you he did. Watch the tape. I'm telling you he did. You're right. Gary Wilson played tremendous yesterday. <laughs> he was really good. How about that, Gordon Davis? I, I mean, I, I, th- I, I don't know Dan at all. I, it just seems like somebody's saying something just to say something, to, 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 to draw controversy. I, we all have eyes. Like, like, the reason why the Giants scored 10 points yesterday is obvious. They were playing a really good defense in the Jets, and they were playing with a third-string quarterback who's never played in the NFL before in Tommy DeVito. Mm-hmm. What's the Jets' excuse? And, and do you think that maybe one of the reasons why the Jets had no running game is because the Giants did not respect Zach Wilson's throwing ability? So they just kind of loaded up and made sure, hey, let's just stop the run, and, and if, we, if we do that, we're not going to lose this game. And you know what? It almost worked. They almost mm-hmm. came up with a plan to beat a team that's talking about the playoffs with a third-string quarterback who did not throw the ball at all in the second half and who has never played before in the NFL. It, they came this close to actually pulling it off. So what's you, the reason for Zach Wilson leading an offense to score 13 points? Well, well, if he played argue, so well. You could argue that the Jets are playing with a third-string quarterback as well. Yeah. Absolutely, but he's he's played a lot in the NFL. Yeah, I know. I know. But you could argue he's the third string. Yeah, yeah, he probably I mean, should be. It's it's pretty clear that they're not going to do that, but he's not good. Um, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. He had – so here's what – and once again – Because he pulled some throws me. out of his rear end when the game was basically lost. They th- he, th- he threw two miracle passes – Good for him. Good for them. They were complete. They got the win. That's all that matters. But to take that, that, after watching that entire game, and, and I'm sorry, no, I'm not going to go watch the tape. I watched it the first time. He was mm-hmm. bad. He was. He was typical bad Zach Wilson. Rex was more honest. And he said, Zach Wilson took a step back yesterday. <laughs> he took a bunch of them. And he said, but and then he didn't was get able, rid of the ball. But he was able to put some plays together to get them a win, okay. and and that's that's factual. That's true. That is factual. That that's is factual. True. Yes. The only reason why those plays were there to be made was because the Giants were playing with a third string quarterback who's never played in the NFL before. Yep, you're right, no doubt. Off to the phones we go. Cameron's in Long Island. Cameron, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Oh, thanks for uh, taking my call. Um, just want to talk about the Jets. So you have Zach Wilson, which people think he isn't playing great. You have a good running back, but the running game isn't really going. And you have an offensive line that's like Swiss cheese. Sounds like a great opportunity to run some creative spring um, you know, um, screen plays and just do that until the defense wants to sit back and, and not blitz you like crazy. And maybe that might open up their offense and – Get Brees some life into it. What do you think about it? Cameron, uh, thanks for the phone call. They tried a – wasn't that Brees Hall kind of a sweep? <laughs> he bounced. <laughs> they, they they tried the sweep with Gary Wilson. They lined him up in the backfield. They had a reverse with uh, Gibson. I mean, they're trying, but here's the thing. And Gordon is fascinating because there are folks who will say, let him 
free Zach Wilson, let him go. They don't trust him, Gordon. How, right. What has he done consistently that you would trust him? What has he done consistently right. to perform that you would trust him to say, he's not okay, let's any... open up the playbook? No. You can't. Nope. You can't. He's got He's got to earn that. Now, there's some things. Listen, here's all I, if I were a Jets fan, here's all I would ask from him. Will you stop running backwards? Gordon, I thought he was done with that. I, I would thought so, too. Yep. He, he, there's a couple of games he stepped up, he moved forward. It was like, finally. And, and also, that's on. another thing. I, I was not at the game yesterday, and I know it was raining. It was not great conditions. My house is not the, is, is like 20 minutes away from the Meadowlands. Mm-hmm. They did not play in a monsoon. No, it wasn't that. It, I, I no. mean, let, let's. I mean, people are making it out like it was uh, Hurricane Sandy that they were playing in, and Zach Wilson was just he was in the elements and just stop. It was raining. It was a tip. Of, it wasn't that windy. It was a rainy day. It, 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 they, the conditions were not that horrendous. It was worse for us for the New England game. Yes, well, we had the, the it was worse for me yesterday tent. sitting on the couch watching it. Trust me. <laughs> Buddha's in the Bronx. He's next on ninety-eight-seven. What's up, Buddha? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you something. I don't know what was more ridiculous. That first opening call, <laughs> Dan Olavsky, <laughs> or that minstrel step and fetch show, Flavor Flav, uh, Foofy Foofy, singing the national anthem. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Let's, is the world coming to an end? Is it, guys? It is might be. It end? might be, Buddha. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> save me, man. <laughs> you know, Last night, you know, after I, you know, I spoke to you, you know, I sat down, you know, I have my little Johnny. I'm, I'm hitting my spliff, and I'm just sitting back thinking about everything you guys were talking about in terms of the Zach Wilson thing. But for me, Zach Wilson is just a part of the piece of this very weird puzzle we call the Jets. Now, obviously, I'm happy that they're four and three. You know, my heart says, hey, maybe if they continue to play this kind of way, you know, don't let the quarterback make any mistakes, do ground and pound they could possibly sneak into a wild card. You know, but then, pow, pow, reality slaps you in the face. And you sit down here like, look, the Jets are not one of the top seven teams in the AFC. And playing this style of football is actually eventually going to come to bite them in the you-know-what because eventually you're going to play teams that are going to be able to score, they're going to have a real quarterback, things like that. You know, really, you know and as a fan, and I hate, you know, I hate to be like this, man. I, you know, I hate to be like this. I do. But for the the well-being of the franchise, this whole vicious cycle needs to stop. I mean, half the fans hate Zach Wilson. Half the fans look at him like he's their son. You know, that kid and all this other stuff you hear all the time. Uh, It's it's, it's Zach Wilson versus the fans. It's Zach Wilson versus Rob Sala and Hackett. And then what we all have to look forward to was what I told y'all before it happened. That Aaron Rodgers move made no sense. You put him behind a bad offensive line. He got hurt behind an offensive line that was better in Green Bay. And now guess what? We got him and all his unproductive friends. Alan Lizard, you got the preacher, Randall Cobb. This guy talks and talks, but he doesn't play. And next year, we get to wait for all of them to come back for what? The most wise and helpful thing for this franchise would be, and I know Woody Johnson's not going to do it because he's a tone-deaf owner and he's too busy taking pictures with Tay-Tay, talking about he's a Swifty, but could we get Jim Harbaugh in here? You need an offensive coach. You need somebody who's going to end the country club. Did you see those penalties that they had? I mean, if Rob Salah comes on here and talks that foolishness one more time, good vibes and all this other stuff, get me John Harbaugh. I mean, um, Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, and give me Michael Penix Jr. And I'll start to believe because Teflon Joe Douglas, at some point, he's going to have to pick another quarterback sooner or later. Aaron Rodgers is going to be 80 years old in a couple of months. This well, whole I'll say, thing is a disaster. I'll say this, Buddha, and thanks for the phone call. I don't think Joe Douglas should be allowed to pick the next quarterback for this team. That's why you won and got Aaron Rodgers. If he, yeah, if, you had if, to. If, you that, knew. Was, that was not ever plan A. No. That was because you had the team around him. You don't have the quarterback. You, you wasted the second pick on, on, on Wilson. And, and you were looking for somebody who's winning. And that's the problem is you can't go out and draft a guy because the team is win now. Yep. That's right. Can't do it. So what, no if, do so it. what if you go and draft somebody and, and they're not – and as we see, these guys generally aren't ready-made, polished 
quarterbacks coming into the league. And, and, and if you were a quarterback coming in, getting drafted in the NFL, how would you feel about going to the Jets? No. You got a pretty good track record of, of ruining guys. And I don't know. And, and once again, you know, DPH has said this on numerous occasions, Gordon. The Jets just no matter no matter what it is, who it is, what the regime is, they don't they don't develop quarterbacks here. It's not, you know, we we could jump on Salah and whatnot. All, he 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 just got here. There's been a bunch of of head coaches who couldn't develop quarterbacks for this franchise. I mean, I don't know. I how do how do you turn that tide? What is it that they don't get about about drafting and then not only drafting but coaching up? quarterback so that they can make they can be at least good functioning yeah it's tough because it is they they it's not one person who's drafting them and failing it's somebody drafts them and and it fails and they have to trade you know they have to to move off the the coach and the gm so then somebody else comes in they draft somebody else so it's system wide um, it's a system epidemic yeah well that see to me that's why it made sense to go get aaron Rodgers. take it out of the jets hands yep unfortunately they didn't finish the deal. No. They and needed the, and, and they that's needed the offensive thing. line. Like, I brought it up earlier. Can we stop now with the conversation of, of, of Aaron Rodgers coming back and riding to the rescue? He's going to play behind this offensive no, no, line. No, no, the no, oldest no. player in the NFL coming off a, an Achilles injury. He's going to now – he got hurt four plays into the season. What, do you want to come back, see if he can get hurt again in two plays? Yeah. And, I can and name that tune year. in one note. And then, then he's out next year, too. Then he's right. going to miss half of next season. Then what do you do? Then you've got nothing. That means he's, he hasn't played in two years. Nope. Can't do it. No need to rush him back. See you next year. 1-800-919-3776. More calls next on 98.7 ESPN. What the hell is that? To say you're king in New York for at least one more year is pretty cool. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Well, in fairness, Flavor Flav is not a singer. He might be a musician, but he's not a singer. Ooh. Ooh. It's not as bad no, as Carl no, no, Lewis. No, 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 no. Oh. oh, God, help us. Stop the I music. Mean, he's like Celine Dion compared to Carl Lewis. I was there that night, Gordon. The Carl Lewis? Yes, I was How there. How did that I night. not know that? I, I didn't I never heard, I never knew that. I was there that night. Oh my gosh, that the, was the best part of it when he said Oh no. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> right here. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make up for it now. Ah, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, no. No. That was the best part, Gordon. Yeah. He knew. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> and one of the classic Sports Center, uh, Charlie Steiner, being a- not being able to contain himself at all, trying to get out the line of Francis Scott off key. Yep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he was crying. Oh. It was Charlie funny. Steiner. He was something else. Boy, yeah. he, he was, you know. He was the first one that I remember hearing say, uh, they're day to day. Aren't we all? Yeah, aren't we all? That's true. <laughs> That's right. And it's still true. It's it still, still works. true. Absolutely. It's still true. It's still true. It's ESPN New York tonight here on 987 ESPN. one 800 919 Back to the phones. Taj is in the storia. Taj, you are next on 987. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking the call. It's getting cold out here, and Nick's shooting is colder. <laughs> I have a suggestion for Nick's, and I also have a question about uh, Gordon. So you can kindly uh, get to that. All right. Well, what's the question about Gordon first? Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried here. So the I, Gordon, I, 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 was just, I, was just, uh, I was just getting to know him, and he said he minored in PlayStation. Is that a PlayStation video game? Yes, like, well, yes, minored in PlayStation. Like, yes, in college, yes, absolutely. That's the Sony PlayStation? Yeah, oh, yeah, back in the day, sure. Wow, what, what do you do with that? <laughs> the same oh. thing I do with it now. I kill time. <laughs> Probably like, so you're basically playing video games in your class? Yes. 
I, it's a it's a uh, joke. It's a joke. It's I, I wasn't literally minoring in, in video games, but you know, in college you have some free time. Not so much anymore with wife and kids, but uh, oh, back I in college you. I had I some free you. time. You got I got you. Okay, so what's the yeah, next question? Basically, uh, next, I mean, it's it's all fundamentals. I see all the teams shooting lights out from trees, and out where our main guys are shooting like below, you know, around twenty-five to thirty percent. That's not going to cut it. I I welcome them to Astoria Park for some shoot around and fundamentals, bumping, bumping late. I mean, it, it's all fundamentals. I mean, nothing crazy. You just got to make your shot. I mean, that's, you know, I'm just inviting them here. That's all. <laughs> all right, Taz. Well, uh, well, thanks for the phone call. Uh, you know, Ray Santiago, who's our producer for the broadcast, I'm sure he's listening because I know he's not sleepy yet. He's just leaving from the Rangers. So I'm sure he'll pass it on to the I think he. I think he has gotten, like, you ever see, like, the uh, the Marines or the Navy SEALs? They have a, the ability to fall asleep in, like, I, I want to say it's, like, 90 seconds. Yes, with their eyes open. Right. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Ray Santiago, during NBA and NHL season, he has that same ability. He can fall asleep within 90. Now, hopefully he's not driving home while he's falling no, no, asleep. No, 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 no. He's able to control it. Yes, he's disciplined. Yes. He knows. He's a veteran at this now. Mm-hmm. He's a veteran. He knows. So he, he will get his rest, and then, you know, he'll he'll wake up, and he'll do a tremendous job with DPH and Rothenberg along with RJ Santello in the morning, and it'll be great. And, and I know, even I, though he was out late. I, I know I don't have to tell you this, but I'm just saying this more for the audience, but you're the conduit to the audience, so I'm saying yes. it to you. If mm-hmm. for some reason, uh, Larry, the Knicks lose tomorrow night to the Cavaliers and start the season one and three, Knicks fans are ready to lose it. No, there's no question. Oh, they're, they're already on edge. They a are. one and three start to the year. Who boy. One and two is bad enough. And, and then, but Gordon, they could be one and three, but it's okay because they could turn everything around with the NBA Cup. <laughs> the NBA Cup starts on November 3rd, Gordon. So forget about the one and three start. Right. We're going to win the Cup, baby. Yeah. We'll go on a roll. We're just yeah. we're, we're working things out. That, that These that early games, we're ready. Will, we're ready. Whoever wins that, it will be a punchline. Like when they when they get a whoever that team is, unless it's a, a team that wins the NBA championship this year, whoever wins that cup, it's going to be mocked. It's going to be Gordon. oh well, but they won the the the, the cup back in December. Gordon. Like anybody cares? Can I tell you something? Yeah. If the Knicks win that cup, it will not be mocked. It will be they, mocked by other people. Absolutely. Will, Non-Nick fans will Gordon, absolutely mock the Knicks haven't won a championship in 50 years. But we got the they cup. got this meaningless cup. We got cup. the cup. We got right. the cup. We got something. Oh, <laughs> we got something. Now now the free agents will come, Gordon, because we got the cup. Right. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> Lewis is in Jersey. Lewis, you're next on 98.7. Hey guys, uh, listen. I I, I want to pick on your argument a little bit because I, I think you guys are cherry picking the story with Zach. I'm not an apologist. He had some terrible moments in the game, but with that said, he had a center off the practice squad who was a third center in, never played the position before. At guard was Billy Turner, who was a tackle who'd never played guard before, and at Right tackle, you had uh, Max Mitchell, who we benched in the in the in training camp because he wasn't performing. So that's your whole right side of the line. Your running back, who's a stud, got 1.2 yards per carry. Now, props to the Giants' defensive line; they did an outstanding job. But it's like taking candy from a baby there, right? So now you expect Zach to put the team on his shoulders and throw for 300 yards. No. He, by the way, he threw for 245. Right, it's he threw not for like a hundred in the final in the, in the final drive and the, the overtime. Well, say that again, sorry. He 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 threw for like a hundred yards. A hundred of that came on the final drive of regulation and the overtime. Sure, sure, but he still he so still got up until done, that guys. point so he I was sitting at like a hundred and what one hundred and thirty yards for the day. Okay. Nobody's asking okay. him to throw I, for three hundred yards, but a, a functioning offense. I do think that we could ask for a functioning offense. Yes, that's that's the point. We need a functioning offense, but it's not all on Zach. I mean, no, of course not. But he's the quarterback, and you got a game manager. What do you expect? Well, he wasn't he wasn't managing much of a game until the end of the game. Now again, he 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 managed to to pull something out of his rear end. That's great. 
But after that Kansas City game, and I had to admit, I was wrong. That Kansas City game, you saw real glimpses of real progress. Mm -hmm. Since then, it's been a steady, slow regression. He has not looked at any point since the Kansas City good game as good as the Kansas City game. And against the Giants, I think he took a major step back. A lot of the same tendencies cropped back up. The, the running backwards, the missing guys in the flat, um, fumbles, all that type of stuff. So, yes, it's not all on him. Of course not. We're not saying that the, the, the entire team is perfect outside of Zach Wilson, but he's the quarterback. And to, to, to ask him to score more than 10 points against a team that was not even trying to throw the ball in the second half, I don't think that that's uh, asking too much. So here's what I would say to Luis. Luis, you made some salient points about yesterday. But yesterday was not the outlier. Yesterday has been yep. more of what he normally does. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, yes, you are correct about the offensive line in shambles the way it was. You know what that says to me, Luis? I can't stay back here and hold on to the football. I got to get rid of the football. And he constantly – and listen, and I get it. And I've had these conversations with quarterbacks, Gordon, because it, it, it baffles me. And I've spoken to a number of them. And they all basically say the same thing. You know what it is? I, selfishly, it's kind of like hero ball in a sense. But their thought process is this. I can make a play. I just need another – I can make a play. If I – just give me another and I can get it there and we can make a big play. No. <laughs> no. When you're looking at the offensive line the way it was yesterday, and 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 I mean Thibodeau was going by by Mitchell like Mitchell. I mean Mitchell was Mitchell was on his back kicking on a couple of occasions. Gordon, he, he just he was outmatched. So don't run to that side, Gordon. If you see this is not your blind side, this is the right side. This you're a right-handed quarterback. This is your you can see it. You see that they're coming this way. Gordon, you can't run that way. You got to go the other way. So you can't, you got to run or step up. You see he's coming behind. You step up and move forward. Those are the things that we're talking about, Luis. So, no, we're not asking him to throw for 300 yards. All we're asking him to do is to find a way to continue to move drives. And even, even in the situation where he's moving forward, Luis, it's now second and maybe if he gets two yards, great. It's better than dropping back and losing 15 because now there's no way you're going to get that first down. There's no way. Yeah, J just to run down the, the drives of the first half, I know it kind of gets lost in the win. And again, the win is all that matters, all that matters. yesterday. All that's that all that matters. But Bottom just in line. terms of the play of the quarterback, first drive, they had four plays, he fumbled. Second drive, they had three plays, they got five yards, they punted. Third drive, they had three plays. They got nine yards. They punted. Fourth drive, they had five plays. They got 10 yards. They punted. The next drive, they had one play. That was the touchdown. The next drive, they had three plays for eight yards. Punted. Next drive, five plays, 18 yards. Punt. Next drive, four plays, four yards. Punt. Next drive, one play. Fumble. Next drive, three plays, two yards. Punt. Now, I think that the Giants' defense is better. Yes, no question. But, I mean, come on. We can't get anything more than five plays on a drive? And we're talking and, – and really, this is all stemming from people who are saying that Zach Wilson played well yesterday or, right. mm -hmm. or, or took some step forward. It's ridiculous. Yes. Come on. It's ridiculous. For the season, he has five touchdowns and five interceptions. The Jets are tied with the Giants for the least amount of touchdowns in the National Football League offensively. So yeah. he's not getting the job done. Yeah. But and even in the second half, the second half drives, four plays, seven yards, punt. Three plays, nine yards, punt. Three plays, nine yards, punt. Yeah, we get it. Five plays, 26 yards, punt. Yep. Seven plays, they turn it over on downs. And then they get the 58 yards for a field goal, they get 46 yards and the field goal, and they win the game. So yeah, that's it. There you go. And 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 we all agree that's all that matters. 
That's all that matters. That Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Yeah. And the Jets yesterday got lucky. But some fans, not everybody, but some fans, and this is the discussion we had last night, Gordon. There's fans who look at the glass half empty. There's fans who look at the glass half full. And there are fans who are realistic. And that's what you have right now. And, you know, I get it. I get that people get tired of, oh, it's always, they're always picking on Zach Wilson. They're always picking on Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, there's Zach Wilson, that well, the defense, the defense, look at all the plays the defense left on the field. Look at this. Look at the offensive line. Look at this. Yeah, there's no perfect team in the NBA, in the NFL. I mean, even Kansas, Kansas City lost in Denver yesterday, Gordon. Mm-hmm. That, that was a, for me, that would be a cover five. That would have been a cover five that I would have lost. <laughs> Masterpiece. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you. Right. I, when I saw that, I'm like, see, that, 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 that's a Larry cover five losing mm-hmm, 100 mm-hmm. points right there. Okay? So everybody has bad games. Mm-hmm. They all do. Absolutely. But we're just saying for you, it just makes you scratch your head that a franchise who understood that this guy wasn't good enough to be the starter did not bring somebody else in so, Gordon, in a situation like yesterday, hypothetically, you could have said, you know what? Sit this one out for a second. Let's bring somebody else in. Hypothetically. Right. Now, I don't think you would have had to do that in yesterday's game. But here's the thing. You can't do that. No. It's clear that the coach does not have that power. No. We've already felt that way anyway. That. But if you're telling me that those are the drives, and not to recap it again, but punt, 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 touchdown, punt, 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 fumble, punt, punt, punt. If the coach is not going to make a change at that point, he's never going to make a change. He can't. No, he's not allowed. No, he's not going to do it. It's not going to happen. Sorry, you're stuck with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're stuck with Zach. So, you know, they have to find a way where they could. But I will say this. There's one thing that I think they need to look at to help him and to help the team out. I'll share with you what that is next and take a couple of more calls on 98.7 ESPN. Written by Francis. Written by Francis got off key. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. So, Gordon, did um, Joe Joe Douglas tell Joe Shane to call Seattle? They make good deals with New York? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They've certainly gotten uh, taken to the cleaners a couple of times, but doesn't stop them from making moves. It doesn't. It definitely doesn't. This was the point I was going to make, Gordon. Uh, I just think there's got to be, and I, there's got to be occasions, because it just seems like there's there's instances when Zach Wilson plays better when you have an up tempo offense. You know, when he doesn't have mm-hmm. time to think. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I just think there's there's occasions when, you know, it's okay to put that in. You know, it's occasion. It's occasions where you can just say, "Okay, look, let's just run this right here. Here, his three plays. Run these three plays in succession. Okay, let's run these three right here. Let's see what happens. Just to change the tempo, to change the mood, to do something different. I just think, I just think something like that they, they've got to do because, I mean, you know, just this, this. Well, we we kind of want him. We we know we got to do something, but we don't want. We don't trust him to do a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, just going back and forth is it's driving me nuts. Yeah, I mean, I think it just comes down to the fact they just don't trust him. Um, yeah. And they're not going to trust him until the game is on the line, until yeah. they really need him to do something. And yesterday the game was essentially lost, and they, they, were, they gave him a shot to kind of pull it out of the fire, and he did. But, but, see, but it's, I, it's pretty clear that they don't trust him. I don't know that I want to trust him with the game on the line. <laughs> you know. You all right over there, partner? I'm cough. I have a, like a tickle in the back of my throat. Excuse me. No, you're allergic to that game yesterday. You're just getting over it. <laughs> That's what it is. No, I, it wasn't coughing that I was having the issue with. Yeah, I was <laughs> screaming and yelling. Yeah, I'm sure. I knew you were. I didn't even have a dog in the fight. I know. I know. You got an interesting game this weekend, though, don't you? I do. Gonna in have to London get up early town. for that one. Germany, Germany, or London. Oh, I hate those those European games. I hate yeah. them. Yeah. I don't like waking up. That early on a on a Sunday. Sunday's my day to sleep in. Uh, not this. I Sunday. usually don't wake. I don't usually wake up until nine o'clock, ten o'clock. Yeah, this is good games this week. You go. You got Miami, Kansas City, and then you got Dallas and Philly. Absolutely, so, those are so interesting. Those are, they are interesting. They would be. They would be much better here. 
in the one o'clock window <laughs> or the four o'clock window. Yeah, Giants are in the four o'clock window this week against oh, the Raiders. Oh my god, that's oh a winnable. That's a winnable game for them, you know. That, that, that's a winnable that would game be for the them. Worst thing to have happen to them now. That's a winnable game for them. Winnable game. But they, you you shouldn't want to win games now. It's over. I know, but that's a winnable. I know, but no, but you know how it is, Gordon. Tommy DeVito signed him to a contract throughout the rest of the season. You know how it is, Gordon. The, the players can't do it. The coach certainly can't do it. They're not going to do it. They're going to go out there. Well, and give look, it I, I'll say this for 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 Brian Dable and yesterday. Whew, that was not yeah. not a great not a great no. day. No, not one of your finer moments. But I, I, he will be able, I think, to survive this. Giants yeah, so. do not want to fire another coach after two no, seasons. No, 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 no. He'll be okay. But he's on the clock after this year. Things have got to start pointing in the right direction. No so I would say it. the best the best way for him to guarantee a a long coaching life in terms of uh, the New York Giants is to have a high pick and draft a new quarterback, and yeah. that might extend his life as about as much as it can be. Yep, you're right. Quickly, before we say goodnight, Mark is in Newark. What's up, Mark? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, Larry, you just uh, really hit on what I was thinking, more or less. Um, I'm, I'm like this right here. Okay, so the Chargers are next. I, I don't think that, like you said about the up-tempo, uh, Zach is really good in that. And I'm not saying we need to go like Chip Kelly and do it the whole game. But I think that it, it, it's necessary for – for this offensive coordinator to add that as as a every game as as a part of the offense and the the good thing about that is the defense doesn't know when he's going to do it so he could actually use that as an advantage uh, like a you know ace in a hole card up the sleeve whatever but but I think that that should definitely be used throughout the game in when it's not expected. And I- yeah, you're right. You're right, Mark. Sorry, we're up against the clock, but that you know. And and especially when you get a look, Gordon, that you got that the defense can't change. I mean, that's I the perfect you. time for it. Yep, absolutely. Perfect but time. They, for it. They're looking. Just don't mess it up. Yeah, I know. That's what they're saying. But they got to score points, Gordon. I know they just want to mess it up, but they got to score. They got to find a way to score, otherwise it'll be messed up. <laughs> it'll be. Messed well, look. Up. If the Chargers come out and start scoring some points, then they're going to have to do that. But yeah. they're relying on the defense to make sure that doesn't happen. All right, my friend, be good on the radio tomorrow. See you tomorrow night following Knicks. Sounds good, Larry. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York tonight. Julie and Joe, thank you very much. You know what? The conversation continues right here. 98.7 ESPN New York. Wow, what, what do you do with that? This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.